sake of having the argument about who's the best conference right now, it's, it's, it's really not that close. The SEC is the best conference. pod of the season, a little bet picks this week. Um, me and Cam uh, didn't get together at the end of this week to discuss the bet picks. Not really too many big games going on, uh, but we're, we are going to give our bet picks uh, for this week. So jumping right in, I, actually, before we jump right in, I know uh, all these people, all you people have been seeing the news going around the Auburn quarterback situation. Um, it's been reported that TJ Finney's walking around campus with a sling so he's not going to play this weekend due to his shoulder. You know, he was constantly grabbing his shoulder during that Penn State game. And Zach Calzada has decided to have surgery on his non-throwing shoulder and declare a medical red shirt, and he's going to come back and compete for the job next year. So I like that. I like he's he's bought in. He's already said he's coming back. And then, so Robbie Ashford is going to be the starter this week against um, Missouri, and Colton Gariner is going to be the – backup and he's probably going to get some snaps so they said they're probably going to do a, a dual quarterback system still as well is what I'm hearing so Colton Gariner might get some reps which he's you know uh, one of our better recruits from this past year a lot of people a lot of talk around him in the program Harson said he's one of the better throwers he's ever seen if not the best thrower he's ever seen a bunch of players on the team are saying he throws a really good ball so I'm excited to see him get in there if, if he gets an opportunity but Really, it's not like it's a huge blow. Nobody's really found a flow with the offense, so it, it really doesn't hurt us too terribly bad. Maybe with decision-making and leadership ability, maybe, but I really haven't seen anything TJ's done that's just wowed me like, man, we got to have him on the field. I'm not crushed by it. I'm, I'm excited to see a, a little bit more of Robbie and a little bit more of – or a little bit of Holden, see what he, he's made of. But now jumping into our bet picks – Starting off, Utah is playing Arizona State. Arizona State obviously just fired Herm Edwards. You know, they they got an interim coach now. I'm not sure who the interim coach is, but they've been a disaster for a while. I don't see foresee them picking it back up, and they're playing Utah. Utah's a good program. Um, I got Utah at minus 14. The line is actually up to 15 and a half now. Um, I would still hammer it. I think Utah's going to beat the crap out of Arizona State. I don't even think it's going to be that close of a ball game. I know I've said that before and I've been wrong, but a lot of times I've said that and I've been pretty right. But I especially think it's going to be, especially with them losing their head coach, they said the culture down there hasn't been great. So I just expect Utah to come in there and take care of business. And then also, these are these are late-night games, but these are just some of the first ones I jumped on. I'm just going in order of how I placed these bets. And then some of the bets, some of these I didn't place money on, but most of them I did. We got uh, USC's taking on Oregon State. They're a six and a half point favorite. That line is actually at five and a half now. So people have been some. So some people have been laying some money on Oregon State. They do have to travel to Oregon State, but I just don't think it's going to be any problem for this offense. This offense has been putting up points at our fireworks show every Saturday. I mean, they're fun to watch. They really are. I haven't been able to watch them too much, but the highlights I've seen in the game and the little bits of the games that I have watched them. They are a fun team to watch, and I'm, I'm not surprised. It's Lincoln Riley's offense. His offense is always so fun to watch until the playoffs come around. But, you know, maybe this team will make it to the playoffs and, and shake some things up. I just don't see it happening. But I do see it happening. I do see them covering minus 5.5. So go jump on that now. That's what the line is right now. But I got them at minus uh, 6, actually, is what I have them at. Um, it was up to minus 6.5 at one point, but I got it at minus 6. 
Another game I really like. Uh, th this one right here is is my gift of the week. Kansas State, Oklahoma is playing each other. The over-under is 53. I think Oklahoma might score 40-45 themselves. Kansas State's going to put up some points. I, I think that Oklahoma's going to handle this game really well, but I think the over is going to hit over 53. That game is still the over-under. is still set at 53 right now. That's what I've got it at. And I also took Oklahoma minus 12.5, and that line is still at 12.5 right now. But I like Oklahoma big in this game. I, I just Brent Venables, he, he inherited a great culture, and he's only he, he is only going to continue to improve that culture. So Oklahoma's on the right track, especially with, when they're heading into the SEC. All the talks about Texas right now because Texas is you know the program, but I like where Oklahoma's headed to, especially with Brent Venables the way they're looking. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's actually ha made a a big splash there at Oklahoma made a bigger impact than I expected him to make he's actually made a couple big like ESPN type plays but uh, I expect them to handle business with Kansas State Kansas State's a little overrated I know I was hyped on them preseason but they just got beat this past weekend um, I can't remember who they played but I know it was a team that they should not have gotten beat by yeah, they just lost to Tulane. I know that they put up 40 on Mizzou. They, they beat Missouri 40-12. to 12. And then they turn around and they Tulane beats them 17-10. to 10. They couldn't get anything going. And, I mean, their defense is pretty solid. But 17-10, to 10, they couldn't score anything. So, I, I'm out on that. But I, I do think that Oklahoma is going to score a lot of points here. So, I, I expect Oklahoma to handle business in this game, to cover the 12-and-a-half and the over 53 to hit because I think Oklahoma is going to score about 40 themselves. Another one, which I, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, I know Ohio State hasn't really been lighting up college football the way everybody expected them to, but they also – their schedule isn't always the toughest, especially at the beginning of the season. In the the mid parts to the later the end of the season, when you know when the Big Ten conference games start, that's when their season really starts taking off, and they start getting a lot of highlight or, or a lot of notice on them. Their line is at nineteen right now. Uh, Ohio State's nineteen point favorite. I actually took it when Ohio State was an eighteen point favorite. Uh, they're, they're playing Wisconsin. They're hosting Wisconsin. I know Wisconsin's known to have a really good defense, but I just Ohio State. This is their breakout game for this season. That their their offense is going to come out there and they're going to handle business and they're going to put on a fireworks show and they're going to light up the scoreboard. That's that's what I'm calling. And then the game that a lot of talk has been going around for the SEC this week because it's the biggest game in the SEC: Arkansas and A and M. Arkansas is actually like one of the worst passing defenses in the SEC or in college football. And if you do it at all levels, like NAI, Division Three, Division Two, D1, JUCO, they're like in the bottom 10 of every single one of those. It, it's pretty pathetic. But I'm not exactly super confident in Max Johnson to just be able to go out there and sling it all around the yard and put up 400 yards on him. He's not Will Rogers back there, and I just don't think that that's going to happen. But Arkansas is a two-point dog. I like Arkansas here, and I believe Cameron – let me go check Cameron. Yeah, Cameron also likes Arkansas here at plus two. I I love that. Their defense, it might be a shootout, so I, I, the over-under is 48.5. Um, I also bet the over-under on that at over 48.5. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think both teams – both offenses are going to score. Both offenses are able to move the ball. The offense is the powerhouse of, of Arkansas's team. And, you know, Jimbo's an offensive guy. They're, they're going to find a way to put up points. And neither one of them's defense is super great. Now, 
Texas A&M's defense is is better than Arkansas's by a landslide, and they're a top defense in the SEC. But I don't think that they're going to be able to stop this Arkansas team because their their offense is is legit with Rocket Sanders and, and KJ Jefferson back there. I, I'm I'm excited to watch this game, uh, six o'clock kickoff. So I'm I'm real excited for this one. But we both like Arkansas plus two here, and I like the over forty eight and a half. And then Oregon. Oregon is taking on um, Washington State. Excuse me, they're going to Washington State. They're a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Oregon here. They just handle business against BYU, beat them like the redheaded stepchild. I I just – I think Oregon – I mean, I know they're going on the road. I just thought they would be a a double-digit favorite here, but they're only a touchdown favorite or just under a touchdown favorite. So I I, I like this a lot. I think Oregon's going to cover. Bo Nix is starting to find his groove out there, and I like this Oregon team. And uh, another game – that I like a lot, and I, I, I'm surprised the line isn't a little bigger than what it is. It's the North Carolina-Notre Dame game. North Carolina is a point-and-a-half favorite. I thought they'd be like a three-point favorite because they're hosting because Notre Dame put on a bad showing against Cal last weekend. So I like North Carolina minus one-and-a-half. The over-under is 55-and-a-half right now, but I, I, I took North Carolina just to, to spread, and I got them at minus one-and-a-half. And then Ole Miss is taking on Tulsa, and they're a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. I like that a lot. Um, let me go check that line right quick of what it is now. That line right now is at 21-and-a-half still, so go hammer that. The over-under 65-and-a-half, I think that's a little much. I don't think Tulsa's going to score the ball or score, score a whole lot of points. So I like Ole Miss minus 25 or minus 21-and-a-half. And then my all-day parlay, 11 o'clock game, Baylor plus 2-and-a-half. Um, they're taking on Iowa State. And I, I got five legs. It's a five-leg party. I'm going on a little extra, trying to win you all a little more money. So ride with me here. I got Baylor plus two-and-a-half versus Iowa State. I obviously got UNC. I just said that UNC minus one-and-a-half versus Notre Dame. That's a 230 kickoff. Then I got Iowa minus eight. Iowa's going to Rutgers. It's a six o'clock kickoff. I got Arkansas. I got them plus two. And then I have USC on the 9 o'clock kickoff, I believe is what it is, or 9.15 kick. I have USC minus 5.5. So ride with me there. That's a, It's a, going to be a legit all day starting at 11 and then kick at 9.15, kicking off at 9.15. So that game is going to be going into the late, late nights. Hopefully we can stay awake for that. But, but those are my picks, and we're going to move into to Cam's picks. We have a lot of the same picks, and again, uh, I, I wrote mine down and read mine, and now I'm looking at the text that Cam sent me. We, I did not look at his. I like to see how, how we differ and how we are the same on ours. So Arkansas plus two, UNC minus one and a half. He's actually got Michigan State plus three. Michigan State is hosting uh, Minnesota. Uh, they're a three-point dog, so I, I like Michigan State there as well. But Cam, Cam likes Michigan State plus three. He likes Tennessee hosting Florida in Neyland Stadium. They're a ten-and-a-half-point favorite. That line is still at ten-and-a-half right now. The over/under sixty-two-and-a-half. But he just took Tennessee uh, point spread. I like that. I, I, I think Tennessee's going to go in there and handle business. I don't think Florida's quite capable to keep up with this team. He's got Washington State plus six-and-a-half. So me and him differ there. Where he has Washington State, I, I have Oregon. So we're going to be going against each other there. But, I mean, we'll see who comes out on top. He also has the Arkansas A&M over 48.5 like I do. He has the South Carolina and Charlotte over 67.5. So he is not confident that defense is going to show up for that game. And I really don't blame him. They ain't been much proof of either one of those teams showing up any defense. 
He's got Texas Tech plus seven. They're they're playing against Texas. They're hosting Texas. You know, some crazy things happened down there in Lubbock. Uh, you know, we, we all know that story of Crabtree and, and, and the things that happened then. But Texas is a seven-point favorite, and, and he he likes Texas Tech to keep it within that seven. I like that, too. I think he believes Texas is still going to win, but he likes Texas Tech to keep it within that seven. And he has Baylor at two and a half, which is what I had in my all-day parlay, taking on Iowa State. Um, these are also the lines right now. Uh, this is Thursday night. Uh, September 22nd, so at 11.45 at night. So the lines as of right now, two days before kick, are, are, are these. So jump on them early as, as quick as you can. And his all-day parlay is UNC minus 1.5, Arkansas plus 2, and Stanford plus 13.5 or 14, depending on uh, which which book you're looking at. And Stanford, Stanford is going to Washington. And at the book I'm looking at right now, uh, Washington is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. So Cam likes Stanford to go in there and keep it within the 14. I like that. I think neither one of these teams have really turned any heads. It's going to be, you know, one of those old Pac-12 shootouts like, you know, we're used to seeing when they kick off at 930 at night. Y'all lay the lines with us and go win some coin. Appreciate y'all tuning in this week's episode of Saturdays in the SEC. We'll see you next week. Have any argument about who's the best conference right now? It's it's, it's really not that close. The SEC is the best conference.